When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, and now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back into it, it's Hale Varsity Radio. Time for a Jock Doc Wednesday. Dr. Brandon Seifert with us, a Jock Doc with Nebraska Orthopedic Center. Dr. Brandon, how we doing? Hey, I'm doing great, buddy. You guys recover well after Thanksgiving? Oh, we put on a few pounds, and now it's, uh, well, we're harnessed to the treadmill, unfortunately. <laughs> That's that's how that's we're doing. Right it is right as long as it's not the old uh, huggy bear punishment where uh, <laughs> it's it's level eleven and then incline eleven. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that'll teach you not to be late to class. Anywho, uh, just tremendous running back that's had a bit of drama this year with the Colts. Jonathan Taylor, the former Badger, and uh, of course had the contract uh, issue. Uh, was dinged, and, and he's had some injury history and now out for the season as he's got to have uh, surgery on his thumb. And uh, that's uh, well, that's a big part of that, keeping the football secure so there's no fumbling. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I haven't been, obviously, like a lot of the injuries here, super forthcoming on kind of the whole details of, of everything with the thumb. Uh, but uh, clearly, uh, you know, extensive enough, they're talking surgery for it. You know, we, we've talked a few times about some thumb injuries here on the show. Um, you know, kind of the two main things that we tend to see with some of our thumb injuries, the biggest one probably be more on the fracture side. So kind of at the base of the thumb, you know, typically what happens is you, you, you lay that hand down on the turf to kind of brace yourself or it gets you hung up or caught up on somebody's jersey as they're tackling you, you're tackling them, and that thumb gets kind of bent back to the outside. One, you tend to have fracturing occurs at kind of the base of the thumb when that happens. Uh, there's a specific term for that called like a Bennett's fracture, which is at the base of the thumb, tends to split kind of into the, we call the interarticular portion or joint base portion. Uh, if it doesn't involve fracture, then it tends to move a little further up the thumb to an area where there's a ligamentous structure on that inside part of the thumb that stretches, and you essentially kind of lose the ability to bring your thumb over to your index fingers. So if you think about kind of pinching a paper between those two fingers, that would be where that injury occurs, and you kind of lose the ability to do that, which obviously carrying a football, would that would be impacted. Dr. Brandon, and you, you kind of painted a good picture of just putting your hand down or bracing yourself can this also occur if you're carrying the football in that hand where, you know, your thumb's over presumably the, the laces or you're gripping the outside of, of the, the tip? Can you take a helmet there and cause the same sort of injury, or is it all about how you're falling and, and putting your hands up? Yeah, you know, good question. Most of the time it's more kind of on the, you know, kind of bracing yourself, kind of that we call that hyperextension move. But, yes, absolutely, you take a direct shot. As you're carrying the football, with, you know, if somebody hits you the helmet there, yeah, you can easily you know, develop a crack kind of across that area. Is this an area that is pretty easy to heal? We talk a lot about different extremities and blood flow. Let's go a little bit there from the the surgery itself, then to just um, how how invasive that that part of the the body, that part of the hand is. 
Yeah, and so in that area, do typically fracture healing-wise, and you know, usually heal really well, surgery versus non-surgery. The big issue always is, you know, where this injury occurs and basically where the ligamentous slash musculotendinous kind of attachments are. Um, if you have those attachments near certain parts of the bone and you break kind of really close to those, then what happens is you start to develop a thing called a deforming force, and that starts to basically pull that small kind of bony piece away from where it's supposed to be. So if that's happening, like, for example, like down near the joint aspect, then you start to have a joint that's not congruent anymore, and that would be when you start talking about needing more like that surgical intervention piece. And that's essentially what this probably is the scoop on this one. Um, otherwise, if it's more kind of on the, the long bone part, like on the metacarpal part, those usually heal really well. Um, even without surgical intervention, you usually can kind of hold those in place, with whether it be a splint or a cast. But again, the ones that tend to occur more kind of in the joint area, those tend to displace more and tend to be difficult to hold, just like a cast or a mobilization. Dr. Brandon Seifert with us here, a Jock Doc Wednesday on Hale Varsity Radio. And Dr. Brandon, the Colts obviously going to want to get to Jonathan Taylor back as quickly as possible. They currently hold that final wild card spot in the AFC, despite everything that's seemingly gone wrong for them. Gardner Minshew is their, Gardner Minshew is their starting quarterback. Jonathan Taylor now on the shelf. The Broncos hot on their heels, if I do say so myself. And I want to get your thoughts. The Colts unwilling to put him on injured reserve just yet, so they think maybe he can be back before that four-week mark. But uh, they said they'll make their final decision by the end of the week. Do you have any feel on, on the recovery time on this under four weeks? Do you think that sounds possible? Yeah, I sure do. That's yeah, that's a good question. Um, we typically see pretty quick recoveries with any type of surgical intervention, especially if it's fracture. The big thing with those is, you know, one, can you play with the cast? Sure, there's times we do that. Um, in the scenario of needing surgery, though, what you have to watch out for, so yes, you do surgery, you stabilize it, you can cast above kind of where you did surgery to per- further protect it. But what you have to watch out for when you're starting to be, you know, pretty aggressive about return to play, it's the infection issue. And so you really want to have those incisions or kind of any type of wound site well healed before you kind of go back and start playing and again sweating over that kind of incision site, getting the incision site wet. Then you worry about infection issue. The other thing you worry about too is if this is something that, as opposed to like putting plate and screws over the bone, closing the skin over the top, if you have to just put pins in, pins typically stick out to the skin, <clears throat> you'd want to have those pins taken out before you obviously play just from an infection risk, even if it's you know covered, covered with cast. Those are usually kind of the big limiting factors. The other thing that would limit this would be if they have to do more ligamentous work. If you have to do more ligamentous work, sometimes that recovery is longer. So even though you might be able to throw a cast on top of it, um, it's still at risk of being having further damage um, even underneath the cast. And so sometimes if they do ligamentous work, it makes that recovery return to play a little bit longer. Dr. Brandon, one of the options we haven't discussed here is to go Ronnie Lott, just chop the whole thumb off. Is that, is that possible? How important is your thumb? <laughs> you know, that, uh, that thumb apposition, uh, it's a kind of a difficult thing to live without. Uh, you know, enough so that if somebody does, you know, there's kind of an interesting thought on this. If somebody does, you know, lose a thumb, um, typically that's the one finger you start thinking about doing transfers for to try to regain some of that kind of apposition because it's such an important joint in your body. So they'll do a thing where they basically will transfer the big toe to your thumb, okay? So a large big toe to thumb transfer is called a polycization. Um, and so that actually is a, a very important, uh, essentially, the finger digit to have. You do that, and no one will ever thumb wrestle you again. <laughs> 
<laughs> Might change the game a little bit there, right? <laughs> what the hell happened to your thumb? Well, it's actually my big toe. Long story. I got hit in the third quarter and uh, was never the same. Uh, 50 bucks? Huh? Want to wrestle? Uh, we're talking uh, Jonathan Taylor, his thumb injury. The Colts trying to hang on and keep Elijah's Broncos out of the playoffs. A jock doc Wednesday, Nebraska Orthopedic Center, Dr. Brandon Seifert. And the one thing about Taylor, man, just a tough dude, just to wrap on this, he finished the game. He finished the game. And, yeah. uh, and then after the fact, they're like, hey, we got to shut you down. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if he can can make it back in that four-week window and where the Colts go, uh, no quarterback, uh, no uh, Pro Bowl running back, and still at 6-5. and five. Dr. Brandon, we'll, uh, we'll get caught up again next week. Thanks so much for the info on Jonathan Taylor. Hey, you bet, fellas. You guys take care. Good stuff from Dr. Brandon. A Jock Doc Wednesday, Nebraska Orthopedic Center. Jonathan Taylor, and uh, still could have beaten me in fantasy football had he... Uh, been started by our illustrious commissioner. Vital thoughts on the rural press conference day. Hail Varsity continues.